Welcome to Honor and Courage, a podcast dedicated to the renewal and reawakening of American excellence. I'm your host, Albert McKaig, and today we will be talking about the sponge theory of success, failure, and stress. I came up with the sponge theory many years ago, and it described where I was in life and the various stresses going on at the time. Being able to handle stress is vital to our individual well-being, but also vital to our relationships, our work, and to the renewal of excellence in America today. So let's talk about it. Have you ever thought about what a sponge is good for? Among other things, it's good for absorbing things. If you put a sponge in a dish and pour in a little water from a small glass, the sponge absorbs it. If you have a small cup and pour in a little liquid from that, the sponge will absorb that. And if you use a shot glass to pour more into the sponge, it will take that too. No matter what you use to add the liquid, the sponge will absorb it until it won't. Suddenly, the sponge is full and you can't add any more water, even from a small thimble, even from an eyedropper. When the sponge is full, it's full. It can't take it anymore. And here's an interesting thing about that sponge. Some of what gets poured in could be pure water. Some of it could be toilet water or diet cola. Some of it grape juice. Some of it vinegar. As long as it's something the sponge can absorb, it doesn't matter where it came from. So even if that last thing that comes to the sponge is good, pure water, it will still be rejected. People are like that sponge. We can fill ourselves with all kinds of things that will begin to fill us up. Those things can come from many sources and directions, some good and some maybe not so good. For instance, when we fill ourselves up with positive things, when we're full, we'll be able to overflow those positive things into others. When we keep ourselves full by the things we do that are good for our mental outlook, good for our health, good for our family, good for our work, and when we fill ourselves with those good things, our overflow will pour out on others, and that overflow will be positive too because that's what's in us. That positive overflow is simply a natural result of what is in us. When we fill our life with negativity, with bad food, poor exercise habits, junk from the internet or YouTube or junk TV, when we adopt an attitude that we're a victim or we adopt an attitude that the world owes us something other than air, then when we're full of all of that, we'll be full of all that negative stuff and bad attitudes and negativity will flow out of us and onto others. We can't help it. Because there's nothing in us but the negative that will flow out. We may not even know that's what we're full of. So when we want to flow out something positive on someone or something, we have no storage of positivity in us. There is nothing good to give. And that negativity will be reflected in our health, our attitude about others, our attitude about family, our work, in all parts of our life. Negativity feeds stress. We are human animals, and that means we have the mental capacity to absorb a lot of information and a lot of experiences. It doesn't matter what our IQ is or however intelligent we are or we think we are or the level of our education. We have the ability to absorb all that we can absorb. For some, that may be more than others, but that doesn't really matter. We are uniquely us, and what we have the ability to absorb, we will absorb. And when we feed our mind and our body with negativity and junk, that feeds stress. And just like the sponge absorbing liquid from a lot of sources until it's full, we will absorb stress from a lot of sources of negativity in our life until our life is full as well. 
With the sponge, when the last of the liquid goes into the sponge, it can't take any more and it reacts by rejecting the pure, clear water. When we have received all the stress we can take, we will react and reject that stress too. And when we do that, there is a good chance that in that rejection, we will then say and do things that we will later regret because we simply exploded from the overload. Stress is like dynamite. Place it under heat and pressure and you'll get an explosion. That's just the natural result. There is a good chance that that last bit of stress coming on us will come from our family, someone we love, or from something or someone at work, from someone who matters to us, or matters in our continued ability to work and produce. And with that explosive rejection, relationships will be damaged, families will be hurt, loved ones can be hurt, jobs and opportunities could be lost. All of that loss will be because when we are full up with stress, the only thing that can flow out of us is stress. Our overflow will be stress on others as we fill up those people who matter in our life with our stress. While we may not think we have a lot of stress in our life, we may, in fact, be a carrier of it and pass it on to others anyway. So in order to do a bit of self-examination of what we're all carrying around, we have to see what's in our treasure chest. What are those things that we hold close, keep tucked away, think about, cherish, and use to feed our mental and emotional outlook? Who are the people we are around and what impact do they have on us and our outlook on life? Because whatever it is that's in our treasure chest, that's what is really what is important to us. The people we voluntarily hang around or even are forced to be around because of work or family have probably the greatest impact on our mental and emotional outlook on life. I've heard it said by some of the best motivational speakers I know, and I believe it, that we are the average of the five people we associate with the most. Those five people will influence our consciousness by what they say to us and around us. They will influence us with how they talk, what they talk about, and even the humor that they use. Figure out who those five people you're around the most are. Look at each of those people and what they're feeding into your life. If they feed you good works, positive thoughts, encouragement, support, courtesy, care, concern, and compassion, then those people are good for you. Stay with them and stay around them and let them nurture you and your attitude. Fill yourself up with them so that their positive can flow into you and then your positive can flow out onto others. If some of those five people, or maybe all of them, feed themselves with negativity by what they say, how they talk, what they talk about, then that pours out on us and we will absorb that negativity ourselves. We can't help it because that's what people do. They absorb from their environment and surroundings. In the elaborate tapestry of our lives, the individuals we choose to surround ourselves with become pivotal threads that shape the narrative of our journey. In the pursuit of personal and professional excellence, the company we keep plays an instrumental role in sculpting our character, influencing our aspirations, and ultimately determining the trajectory of our success. Associating with individuals who exude intelligence, motivation, and a thirst for knowledge can be a transformative experience. Those relationships act as catalysts for intellectual growth. A well-educated and motivated circle of friends and family challenges us to elevate our standards, encouraging us to constantly push the boundaries of our potential. They lift us up. Beyond the exchange of ideas, the importance of our social network, those five people I mentioned especially, extends to our emotional well-being. 
Surrounding ourselves with supportive, positive individuals cultivates a climate where challenges are faced with resilience and setbacks become stepping stones to future triumphs. Shared motivation creates a collective energy that propels each person forward, making the pursuit of individual and collective goals a shared endeavor. Surrounding oneself with Negative individuals can significantly impact personal well-being and success. Negativity is contagious, often leading to diminished motivation, increased stress, and a compromised sense of optimism. The presence of negativity can stifle creativity and hinder collaborative efforts. Sustained exposure to pessimistic attitudes may erode a person's confidence and aspirations, hindering intellectual growth and professional development. It drags you down like an anchor. In essence, the people we associate with become a reflection of our values and ambitions. Aim to build a network that not only inspires, but also holds you accountable to your dreams. The bonds formed within this community become a source of strength, motivation, and a testament to the profound impact that like-minded, driven, positive individuals can have on one another's lives. Choose your associates and friends wisely and carefully, for in their company, you may find the keys to unlocking your fullest potential. Choose your friends and associates well, as you'll have to live with the consequences of what kind of person they are. If you must associate with negative people because their family are in your workplace, do what you can to limit their interaction with you and guard yourself from their negative or toxic influences. In the pursuit of success and personal fulfillment in life, figuring out stress management is important. Recognizing negative stress triggers and implementing strategies to deal with it is key. Cultivate resilience through intentional good habits and practices, including regular exercise and adequate sleep, because both of those foster a healthy mental state. Effective time management, setting realistic goals, and maintaining a healthy work-life balance contribute to sustained well-being. Embracing challenges with a positive mindset, seeking support when needed, and meaningful positive connections further fortify against stress. Maintaining balance is not just a choice, it is the foundation for a flourishing, purpose-driven life. In short, you cannot soar with the eagles when you run with a bunch of turkeys. And with that comment, I'll see you next time, right here. Until then, may God bless you and keep you. May His face shine upon you and give you peace. (music) 